The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. We so much appreciate you stopping in with us. Hope you enjoyed that first segment and uh, interesting items of discussion when it relates to energy savings. And uh, I think it's a, a really a thrilling subject in my mind because it's all about comfort. It's all about saving money. It just hits everywhere, the pocketbooks, and it, it's just so important to understand it. Um, before we move on, we have a, a guest in studio, Ron Morton, with us, who is Bobby Denton's nephew and friend of mine. Before we get over there, let me tell you guys about a company that we believe very strongly in. That's Admiral Title. Um, I always compare the Olympics when I talk about Admiral, because if you're in a 400 meter relay and you hand it off to that anchor, you want them to be able to catch that anchor and take it to the finish line. And that's really what Admiral does from us, because we're going to help you all the way up to that closing package time. And when it comes to the closing, Admiral is the one that's going to take the baton and take it to the finish line. They do an extraordinary job. Phyllis Burnett's been in the business for a long time, worked at MIG for a long time. She knows what she's doing, and she's an expert in the closing industry. So give Admiral Title a call. If you're a realtor, maybe you're a lender, you're looking to build a relationship with a great company, they're the ones that I believe strongly in. You can call them at 865-531-6060. All right. Well, my voice is almost gone, Ron. From the game. I hear that. Yeah. So Ron Morton's with us. Um, he owns Trendsetters Media. Is that what it's called? Trendsetters Media Group. Media Group. Nice. Kind of like Mortgage Investors Group. So you're a group of people. You you do an incredible job. I've seen your work. I've seen what you guys put out there. Before we even talk about any of that, I want to talk about what we're doing together coming up at the end of this month, which is kind of crazy that it's almost here, September 22nd. And the first thing I want to talk about for the, everybody knows MIG is celebrating their 25th anniversary. And you've heard the story before maybe, but I wanted to let you know, just in case you haven't, we decided we wanted to do something very special in our 25th year. And what that looked like is I went up to Chuck and Chrissy, the owners of our company and said, look, I want to do something huge. I want to make a big impact on our community. And they said, yes, absolutely. How much is it going to cost? You know, they wanted to know all those things. But I told them, I said, I want to go out and get a special member of our community and have them host the tournament. You've seen in the past, you've seen the Pat Summit, you've seen the Butch Jones, the Conzo Martin when he was here. You know, I'm sure you're going to see the Donnie Tindall, the Johnny Majors. So you've seen these people come host the tournament because it brings awareness of it and, and all of that. So Fast forwarding a little bit, me and Mark, we were at the Lady Vol luncheon that occurred just before the 2013 season for the Lady Vols, and guess who we met? We met Bobby Denton, and me and Mark sat there and talked to him. He told us the Third and River story. He just was an incredible guy and so gracious with his time, and it really impacted me, and I started putting two and two together. I just happened to meet Courtney Kizak, who was a St. Jude rep at that same luncheon, And I started to put two and two together and me and Mark talked about it. And Bobby Denton was at the top of our list of the people that we wanted to host it. So we worked it out. Bobby agreed to do it. And it was one of the best moments of my life because this person, this iconic figure from my childhood and adult life, excuse me, is now going to be a part of something that is vitally important to me. And and the biggest event that I've ever had the, the part of. So that's where we came from. And, and, 
you know, Bobby on April 9th, Bobby passed away from cancer, short battle with cancer. And we were all devastated. And sometime around there, I met Ron Morton. Ron, why don't you, why don't you, since my voice is now almost gone, um, I called you on your cell phone because you had just went through the tribute hour and you were so kind to me. I, I was surprised that you would even talk to me because I knew you were in mourning and probably still are, but talk to me about how you met me and all that. Well, that, uh, you know, there was a lot going on at that time. Uh, Bobby sort of passed away unexpectedly, rather quickly. Um, we were at the Daytona 500 together, and and I tell people five weeks, five days later, you know, mm. he was gone, you know. And um, we spent a lot of time together in Naples, and uh, Bobby had slowed down quite a bit. And um, so we were able to spend more time with each other, and uh, we were sort of enjoying that and, and doing some things together like – going to the races and you know when uh when bobby was still working every day he stayed stayed rather busy lots of commitments uh you know not just with work but with the community is always really involved in the community and so it was hard to to you know put together a long weekend to go to a nascar race something that he and i shared together um and so anyway we were just really uh getting to that point where we were able to take some time and and spend that time together you know he was my roommate in daytona and and uh you know just i mean we've been together for you know for a long time since i was 17 is when technically he and i sort of united after my mother passed away sudden and so he sort of became like my father and and uh you know really my mother at times because it was my mother's brother on the Mm -hmm. denton side and so uh, I eventually went to work for him and worked for him for 13 years when it was Dick Broadcasting here. And so, uh, you know, we had a long run. He was he played a lot of roles in my life, a lot of multiple roles. I told somebody, you know, he was my dad. He was my mom at times. He was my boss. He was my mentor. He was my business advisor. He was mm-hmm. my race buddy. You know, we just we just we just he played a lot of roles. And so anyway, uh we uh it was a just a, to be honest with you it was sort of surreal when all that happened when he passed away and i don't think that i ever saw what happened after that coming and basically what happened is i sort of became bobby denton for the next week mm-hmm. you know and uh, media was calling me and you know bobby had two sisters uh my aunt charlotte my aunt carolyn um but uh they're a little bit older in age um I was the one that people knew media related because we were in the same industry. My mm-hmm. aunt was uh, retired from WATE, but most people in the media, if they knew Bobby at all, they knew me because we spent quite a bit of time together. And and so uh, next thing I know, my phone's ringing off the hook and they're saying, you know, hey, you know, we'd like to channel eight. We'd like to come in and do an interview, you know, and, and it was sort of surreal because it was almost like, well, this is what it feels like to really be by, right. you know, they're coming, coming at me wanting a piece of that. And, and then, uh, I'm in the car going to Panera and the phone rings and it's you. Right. And, uh, I could hear you were a little nervous in your voice. And, <laughs> yeah. Like, quite a uh, bit. This is Kevin Ray. And, uh, you know, I, I don't really know how had, had to you heard about this, the, so. Had you heard um, about the golf tournament? You know, I think maybe we talked about it a little bit in Naples and in, in, in February, I knew it was sort of coming up, but right. not really 
not really in depth, you know. I mean, because April's when we really kicked off. Yeah, really. Bobby did a lot of things. I mean, he was involved in a lot of things, a lot of stuff. I wouldn't find out he was doing until afterwards. And I, said, <laughs> why didn't you tell me you were going to do that? You know. And, <laughs> and uh, so, anyways, it, it's funny. You know, he just never did really think much about things. I mean, yeah. uh, You know, we we were somebody was telling me a story over the weekend about uh, uh, meeting Bobby and and uh, and um, Bill Bates and. Uh, Bill Battle and some of those Dallas Cowboy people, and and uh, when they would come to town, they'd all play cards over at the house. Bobby and I lived together; we were roommates through college for about four or five years. He uh, he had a bad pad on the boulevard, and, and uh, <laughs> I, he was single then, and I was single, and uh, we were uh, we were all about it. But, uh, but anyway, uh, I mean, it would, you know, when you came home, you never know who was going to be there. I mean, you, know, you walk in and. Bill Battle or Bill Bates is in your living room. Or uh, at one time, I walked in and uh, um, uh, Jimmy John, John or uh, Coach, uh, who was their coach back then of the Dallas Cowboys, Jimmy Johnson uh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. he was in. Guys. He was in there playing cards. And like, hey, come on in, you know. I'm yeah. like, you sound just like Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, you never know who was going to be there. But uh, but anyway, so he had a lot of things going on, and, and uh, so it's hard to keep up with everything he was doing. It was amazing when they did the tribute to look back at all the things that he had done, and it was just a you know a 35-minute video. And I know you put together a great video mm. that was on Facebook over the weekend. Yeah. And, you know, you just can't capture it all. And no. it's just, you know, I, I don't think he ever slept, you know. And so, so anyway, but uh, – you had called me and and I could tell that you were a little bit nervous and and uh, you know when you told me it was for St. Jude's, uh, I knew that was something that Bobby had, had been dear to his heart for a long time. Mm-hmm. I was here in the, in the in the heyday when we were raising major money for St. Jude's the mm-hmm. radiothons, and uh, you know Alabama was around Randy Owens and he were really good friends and and uh, you know so. Um, that's when, uh, Dick Broadcasting had the company and, and, uh, we were just a big tight knit family. And, and, uh, if it was a community event, then, um, we did it. Mm -hmm. And and so, um, anyway, but, uh, so I knew when you said that, that he had, you know, the the beneficiary was St. Jude's and, and I knew that that was something that was dear to his heart and that he'd been involved in through the years. And so really it was a no, a no brainer, you know, Bobby, Bobby sort of, uh, cut his, career in his teeth on just really making no-brainer decisions mm-hmm. and uh, just because you and I talked a little bit off the air just because it was the right thing to do and mm-hmm. you know when you brought the tournament to me I mean it, it wasn't anything I had to really ponder on I mean tell me who was involved and it was something that he wanted to do and and uh, it was the right thing to do to carry that on yeah. you know and so it was really a simple a simple yes yeah. of course you never know what you're going to get well and, and that was the thing whenever I I talked to you. I remember there being a big relief because um, I wanted to do the right thing, and I talked to you, Mark, about oh, it. Yeah, you you were very concerned. Yeah, he yeah. was very concerned about yeah. it because we didn't really know what the right thing to do. Right, and so you finally said, "I think I'm just going to put it in their their hands and let." Ron, tell me. Yeah, and because I didn't want to make the decision and say, "Well, we're going to take his name off because out yeah. of respect." So I just kind of left it to you, and and you know that's the thing about Halloran, which you know Halloran was such a helpful piece of that whole puzzle because you know I re- reached out to Halloran, he said, "Here's Ronnie's cell phone number. You call him." Uh, he said, "I just now left him, and here's his cell phone uh, number." And you know 
just to let everybody know, it's really evolved because we we had our beneficiary of St. Jude. That's who we were going for. Well, the, it was a game changer when Bobby passed away. And Bobby is a legend. So we needed to take that into account when we started to count and see where the chips have fallen as it relates to the proceeds. So we you've created a legacy board for the Bobby Denton Legacy Fund through the Bobby Denton uh, Broadcasting Scholarship Fund. And we're excited about participating in that and giving back to that fund as well. Talk about the, the legacy fund. Yeah, you know, we uh, obviously a lot of people that are dear uh, to Bobby and, and uh, we felt like that uh, we wanted to uh, keep the memories alive and keep that moving and so there were a lot of people that had came to me and said, you know, we need to form a board and, and uh, you know, to talk about what we're going to do. And so anyway, we did. And it was a nine-panel nine board that exists now. and Some top and, names, uh, too. You know, <laughs> some, some, yeah, some pretty big brass in town. And, and so, uh, you know, and our goal is to, is to do two things. Number one, uh, keep his memory alive and, and moving forward because he, he gave a, gave a lot. And, and uh, it's a way we can give back. And the other mm-hmm. thing is, is the, to try to reach endowment level on the Broadcasting Scholarship Foundation, and uh, which is in place to send underprivileged children locally. Uh, we'll get an opportunity to, to pick whether they come from Bearden or Farragut or East High or, or wherever. You That's know, awesome. They're local students, and they're students that want to have a career in broadcasting. They mm-hmm. can't afford to go to school over at the University of Tennessee, and uh, we get to handpick them every year. And present them with the scholarship. That's and awesome. So uh, you know, and and we you know we were real particular to make sure that it was someone that wanted to get behind the microphone, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be in television or radio. You know, oh, wow, uh, I didn't know so, that. Well, somebody with uh, you know wants a sports background and uh, wants to go on and do color or do radio or 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 public address announcement or something like that that's leaning towards that. So yeah, uh, once we get endowed, we'll get to sort of do the interview process with the board and mm-hmm. we'll get to sort of rifle through and see who we feel like would, uh, you know, that Bobby would pick and, right. and, and go from there. So, so that's, that's sort of the thing. The tournament sort of became a mm-hmm. dual yeah. uh, fundraiser beneficiaries as, as, as we had an initiative with a board and, um, you know, um, this is how God works, yeah, as you absolutely. know. And, and um, you and I then we later find out that we go to church together. That's right. You know it. Five thousand uh, people. Yeah, Five thousand people at Faith Promise. And, yeah. And uh, you know, I knew somebody on the actually that runs a tech Wally. Tech team. Wally was in my small group forever, and yeah. and uh, just happened to be talking to Raleigh, and his son was buying a house. Yeah. And he said, "Oh, we just had lunch with Kevin Ray," and I said, "Kevin Ray, mortgage." This investors. was like a week yeah. or so after yeah. we, we met. He's like, "Yeah, Kevin Ray, mortgage investors." And I said, "Really?" I said, "We yeah. call me last week. We're doing a golf tournament together." And he said, "Well, uh, yeah." He said, "We just had lunch or whatever." And so anyway, he took me back uh, at church the next Sunday to yeah. find you, and and uh, there I was. You'd been there eating biscuits and gravy, <laughs> but but you weren't. You were you were somewhere else. I was backstage. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, Ron shows yeah. up backstage. Yeah. I'm like, Get, goodness gracious, yeah. he he knows everybody. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, let me just ask you this, or or more say this, I guess, because um, you know Bobby Denton, he embodied what it meant to give back to the community, and not only that, but he was so selfless. I mean, I've heard story upon story upon story, whether it be from. Corey Dixon here, or whether it be from Halloran Hilton Hill, or whether it be from Mickey Deerstone, no matter who you talk to, they have a story about Bobby that is a selfless, 
um, act on his part. You know, he just wanted to see you succeed. And you know what? He saw through what you might have thought about yourself, quite frankly. And he saw the, the, potential in you. And that's why we were so thrilled when he came on our show and then he, he accepted our invitation. It made us feel like, wow, we're doing something right. That that's the power that this man had. When you looked at Bobby, you could tell just the way he looked at you that this guy really meant something. He was important and not in a negative or selfless way. But or so, yeah, selfish what's way. hilarious about it is they all have a story about Bobby, but Bobby had a story on everyone. Yeah, that's true. So oh, I yeah. think, I think that's uh, kept the playing field even. <laughs> That's exactly right. And, you know, you saw that growing up, and that's why you've taken on a lot of those characteristics. You sound like him. You know, you're giving back. You have that personality in communication. And it's just been a joy, quite frankly, to get to know you. And I'm so grateful for the relationship. And I I see it as a long-term friendship. And that's what I said in, in my tribute was that. I've been blessed with a new friend and just getting to know the the Bobby Denton legacy. And I'm going to do everything in my power to keep his legacy as alive as it has been for the last 40, 47 years would have been his 48th year. So um, we have just a couple of minutes left. What about his, his um, contribution to your life and the character that you have today? Well, I mean, obviously uh, he gave me my start in radio and, um, you know, which led to the start at uh, Trendsetters Media Group and marketing and advertising. And, and um, you know, he, like I said earlier, you know, he played a lot of roles in my life. And, mm-hmm. and I started at the bottom. I started um, folding T-shirts and washing vans and, and right. when we were in the old building and, and worked my way up through sales, to two or three sales departments. And, and uh, when they sold out, we sat down and I talked to him about it and gave me some <clears> advice and, we were all making a lot of money, and how'd you and, do in uh, sales? So Where'd you rank? I was good. I was, uh, <laughs> so I was, uh, I was on the super seller list five out of five years that they had super seller program in in place. Yeah, it was above and beyond sales standpoint. They took us out to Colorado every year and wind us and dined us for a week. And I mean, I went one time and I said, "Well, I forgot to commit fraud to get back. That's what I'm going to do." Here. <laughs> Just, just kidding. Hey, I, well, anyway. let me just say this because I've talked to Ron. He has yeah. one of the the most brilliant media minds that I've ever met. He knows what this is all about, yeah. and it, and it, it really is. I mean, it's a God given talent. Yeah, I mean, it I, truly you know, is. There's days I'd like to trade it for playing, and you're guitar. so modest about yeah. it. Yeah, you know, but, but I can't play the guitar, and I get we, we we weren't musical in town. None of us can sing. But uh, I always thought I'd do better, do better with the girls if I could trade that talent for for that. And and uh, but it is an innate talent to, yeah. that I that I learned later in life that and Bobby everybody didn't have. You know, I, I've uh, I've restructured, renamed my company because I've always struggled with when I tell somebody what we do, they just look at you with a blank mm-hmm. scare. And marketing scares people yeah, in general, does, right? And Bobby used to say that seventy percent of the people running companies don't know what they're doing mm-hmm. when it comes to marketing, and and, and there's a lot of truth. Is it that, that low? I thought yeah. it would be higher. Probably, and it, yeah, he was probably being conservative, but but yeah. uh, it is an innate innate ability. Uh, our whole family's been in media, so it wasn't just me. <laughs> My aunt was in media. We're all in media. So, but he he obviously was a was a ringleader behind all that. So yeah. he's uh, he's done a lot to that. And you know, and then I went on and uh, 
Um, 17 years, we just finished up the lead lap, Food mm-hmm. City lead lap, which is my NASCAR show that I do a lot like yours on Saturday, mm-hmm. 28 weeks out of the year. We just uh, 17 finish, years, right? Finish up, just put 17 right. years in the book. So, uh, you know, and, and recently he was, uh, doing the show with me from Daytona, uh, oh. back in February for the last three or four years. So we were, we were just getting, you know, I just, it's just sad because, because we were just really yeah getting it in gear well and we'll we got one more segment with ron we'll talk more about that because um the game you posted that video it just you know it was just so um symptomatic of how important he was to the whole Neyland stadium the crowd went wild we'll talk about that and much more when we return with ron morton right here on the housing hour The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. Thank you guys for joining us. This has been a tremendous uh, show, opportunity to speak with Ron Morton. And I did want to let you guys know, number one, um, you know, Bobby had a, a, a thing, I think, that goes unnoticed. And he talks about in that tribute video um, he talks about his friends telling him, hey, you know, you speak good. Jump up there on the mic because the person didn't show up at this particular race because he started his announcing there. And I think that's significant because the people that he hung around with encouraged him because sometimes we have this fear locked in in our minds and we say, we can't do it. We can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not good enough. But he had people around him that said, you are good enough. And you can do it and you need to get up there. And he took that. That's a small thing that happened. But you look throughout his career and he has, he continued to do what his friends did to him. Get up there in the booth. They need a mic. You do it good. He's hollering, get up here on this mic. You can do it good. Phil, get up here on this mic. You can do it. You know, he did that in his career. And I mean, he hired everybody that was Andy and Alice. I mean, everybody came through Bobby that meant something to this station. So we need we need people to participate in this is this tournament. We're on the last leg. We've we're doing tremendous, but we have some we have some opportunities for some businesses to do some some corporate sponsorships. You want to talk about that, Ron? Yeah, the uh level to get in is uh thirteen hundred dollars, which uh anybody that's bought media before knows that that's not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I mean uh we used to sell thirteen hundred dollar packages and I'd sell about a hundred of them back in the eighties uh, on the, uh, on the sports animal, uh, back then. And, and that was sort of our magic number was twelve thirteen hundred dollars packages because we mm-hmm. knew people could afford that. So, but basically, you know, for $1,300, you're going to get to play at Cherokee country club for, uh, for instance, which is somewhere that you just can't get on. Mm-hmm. They don't have that many tournaments there. Right. Uh, that's two, four golfers. Yeah. Two oh. tournaments. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a big deal mm-hmm. Four four golfers, uh, lunch, uh, very nice Nike apparel, uh, mm-hmm. all kinds of awards and gifts. So, you know, um, and a quarter page ad and a quarter page ad in and our golf, program and signage on the, on the whole. That's right. And man, just, just really just a good day off, you know, yeah, to it's going to be a blast to celebrate. And Johnny sure. majors is going to be, be, gonna be there and, uh, you can, uh, come up there at a certain hole we have him set on and, mm-hmm. and, uh, he can hit a drive for you, hit a ball for you. Yeah. Thing Sterling like Hinton's going to be out yeah. there with us. We're going to have some other surprise guests that we haven't announced yet. So, yeah. So yeah, it's going to be a great day. And, uh, I'm 
just to invite business owners in the community. I mean, it's a hundred percent write off, mm-hmm. you know, and as Bobby would say, just do it. You know, <laughs> we'd get a lot of sales calls with him and they'd be sort of whiffering back and forth. So I don't know about just do it. That's what he'd tell them. And that's all right. Well, we'll just do it. And, 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 uh, that was sort of his sales approach late, uh, in his career. Cause he could get away with that. But, uh, he was the one that you took on a sales call if you needed to close. So, mm-hmm. so basically, uh, you know, we're going for the close here. We got 144 golfers signed up. We we want to get to 200 because that's maxed out, and mm-hmm. and uh, there would be nothing better uh, to send off to to Bobby than to max that thing out for St. Jude's and Scholarship Foundation. So we want to invite all businesses mm-hmm. to pony up and just do it. Thirteen hundred dollars, right off on your taxes. Come out, have a good day. Just do it. Just do it. That's exactly right. And we do have Nike apparel as well. So that fits just in line with Nike's slogan. Um, You can go to MIGCharityClassic.com. That's where you can find us. You can also call me directly, Kevin Ray, at 865-691-8910. And also, just in closing, the other night at Neyland Stadium, just as it was pouring down rain, right before kickoff when they ran that piece with Bobby, which was amazing, that rainbow hit struck right at that time and it cleared up. And I, I thought, Bobby's up on top of that rainbow smoking a cigar saying, it's football time in Tennessee. And I, I was so emotional, and I know you were too. And we only have about 10 seconds if you want to say anything else. The only thing I'd say is everywhere I go, everybody says, you sound just like Bobby do. It's football time in Tennessee. And, of course, I wouldn't want to take that because he's done that well. But I will say, it's Bobby Denton time in Tennessee. Yes. (laughs) That is fantastic. Ron Morton's been our guest. That was tremendous. Thank you so much for coming in. And uh, we'll look to see you guys next week on the Housing Hour. Thank you so much. That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and the why not. You need to know, so come here to find out. This program is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.